0: Oh, it's me's aching head. <laughs> yeah, your head is going to be aching pretty soon because there's so much to take in today here on the Harlan Highway. Welcome aboard. It's me, your host, Harlan Williams. And you are on the Harland Highway. Glad you could join. Love having you here. Um... Just a buffet of topics here today. We're going to be talking a lot about animals today. Somehow the show is going down that road, and uh, we're going to be talking about dog sex. I know, it's provocative. Um, We're going to be talking about zoo sex. Um, We're going to be talking about whale food, and I don't mean what whales eat. I mean us eating whales. Wait till you hear this stupid story. Uh, And speaking of eating, Barbecue Eddie uh, will be along. He's always looking for someone to have a beer and a burger with. Let's see what happens with him today. Uh, Celebrity races. We're going to the Harlan Highway Celebrity Racetrack today. Beautiful day for some races. I think David Schwimmer is one of the runners today. Um, We're going to be talking about new inventions. Can you invent something? I don't know. And what about this? Using expletives... To compliment someone. What in the name of holy fur is that all about? I'll tell you what. It's the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Ah!
1: Oh, wait. Well, she a great big
0: fat You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway.
1: You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from
0: Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Yo, it's Harlan Williams here on the Harlan Highway, and I'm sure every now and then you pull off and go to a restaurant, but have you ever uh, seen a menu that offers whale burgers? Okay, I don't know which restaurant it is, but I just read this in the news. Some dumbass restaurant is going to start offering whale burgers, man. How does that work? Is that like uh, when you get a lobster, and the waiter brings a lobster to your table, flapping around? What do you get, a like, 40 guys in, uh, yellow, uh, fisherman raincoats? Drag a whale to your table? Uh, Excuse me, thereby, how does your whale look? Well, let me see it.
1: Ooh,
0: the blowhole looks fresh. I'll take it. Mmm. Make sure you do it over easy, if you know what I mean. Hello. Good lord. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Let's put some endangered species on the menu. Yes, waiter, this whale, this beluga is just delicious. Yeah. Can I get some great auk, some passenger pigeon, and a Siberian tiger side salad, please? What's that? Oh, yes, I'd love some black rhino crunchy fingers. Yes, I know there's only seven left in the world. That's what makes me want them all the more. Come on, man. Serving up whale? And aren't Americans fat enough? Now we're going to start eating whale? Waiter, could I have some more blubber on this whale? Take it back to the kitchen. There's just not enough blubber. Yeah, but there's a bunch of fat. Oh, I'm not into fat anymore. I eat blubber. I'm American. How are my children supposed to get as big as whales if you don't bring a blubbery whale? And by the way, do you have any more of that sperm whale? Oh, no! Harland Williams. Okay, a little rude. A little rude right at the end there. But I didn't name the whales, okay? I wasn't the guy that named the sperm whale. You got to wonder who did name it that. You got to wonder under what conditions some, uh, you know, lonely fisherman back in the 1300s, 1400s, all by himself out at sea for months. Nothing around but whales and blowholes, and I guess a guy's imagination could run away with them, right? Out there all by himself, frolicking on the waves. No women around, just big. Slick, black, inviting blowholes. All right, enough. I don't know how the sperm whale got its name. Okay? Let's just be happy there's not a a pearl necklace whale out there somewhere. Okay? God. Let's move on. Let's get to something a little more important like uh, coffee cups. Yeah, that's right. Coffee cups, everybody. Uh, can somebody phone me if they're the one that invented that little cardboard thing you put around your cup so you don't burn your fingers, right? You've all been to Starbucks or Coffee Bean or somewhere and you order your hot beverage, your coffee, your tea, your hot chocolate. And they pour it in a cardboard cup, and it's too hot, so they put that little sleeve on it, that corrugated cardboard sleeve. And you think, oh my God, how handy! That just saved my uh, my fingerprints. That just uh, stopped my hand from being welded to my cup with my melting flesh. But it's such a simple idea. It's such a a dumb, simple, ingenious idea. And yet some guy somewhere is probably riding around in a Ferrari or yachting in the Bahamas or, you know, playing uh, blackjack in Rio de Janeiro or watching uh, nude pole dancing in the Maldives. You know, I mean, come on. Excuse me, sir, this is an exclusive club for billionaires. What brings you here? Uh, you know the, uh, 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 uh you know the, uh, cardboard ring you put around your coffee cup? Excuse me? You know the uh, uh, round piece of cardboard you put around your coffee cup? I don't know. I think maybe I've seen it. Yeah, well, that's, that's my invention cuz we smart caviar on a gold platter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Think about it. You're going to work every day 9 to 5. You're riding the subway, you're riding the local bus, you're standing in the cold. You're probably being pestered by your boss. Go photocopy this, go file that. Have the reports done in 2 hours. Go sit in your cubicle, right? You've been working there for 15, 20 years. I don't know how much you make, maybe 30, 40, 50 grand a year. And some guy who put a ring around a coffee cup is living it up in the Dominican Republic. Sleeping on a bed filled with titanium and pillows stuffed with $1,000 bills. So if there's anything that comes out of our little conversation here, even though I'm the only one talking, you're very quiet, but I don't blame you because you're probably sitting there in shame going, why didn't I invent the coffee cup, cardboard, circular thingy, finger protector, warmer, cooler? So if there's anything that comes out of this one-sided conversation is put your thinking cap on, man. Think of something really mundane, something really stupid, something's right under your nose. Let me be the inspiration for you. Why don't you shut down your computer, go in the janitor's closet, turn off your boss. Whatever you do, take five minutes. Just sit for five minutes. It's all you get. Put it. Set the timer on your watch, on your cell phone. Look at the clock on the wall. And for five minutes every day for, uh, let's say, two weeks, I want you to sit there and take five minutes out of your day and see if you can think of something just as silly that gets you to the Maldives On a chocolate sailboat covered with uh, Playboy models and, uh, you know, who knows what else. You know, the, the remaining members of the Who serenading you on the bow of the ship. I don't know. And see if you can't come up with something. Something that that lifts you up out of where you are. And you may want to be where you are. So if that's the case, whoopee-doo. This is just gravy. But if you're not happy where you are, you're listening right now, five minutes every day this week and next week, and just focus for five minutes. Go to a quiet place and see if you can come up with the next big thing that makes you a billion trillion zillionaire. There you go, a little inspiration, a little homework for you. And if you come up with it, if you feel like you want to share it, you might not want to because then everyone will do it. But if you think you got something, whether it's real or not real, call me, 888-500-2090, 888-500-2090. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. I mean, look what I did. I invented the Harland Highway, and look how well I'm doing. We're on episode 255, and I haven't made a cent. <laughs> but I don't try to. I don't want to. That's not my M.O. I just put a big round piece of cardboard around my face and start talking. But I'll be interested to see what y'all can come up with uh, right here on the Harland Highway. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up.
1: are Metals. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. How can I help you? Uh, it's Eddie. Eddie? Yeah, I was going to see if maybe you wanted to grab a beer later or something. Or No, not me, thanks. Well, how about a Heineken or a... Bud Light or something? No, no, I'm pretty good, thank you very much, though. How else can I help you? Maybe we could grab some mozzarella sticks or... Mozzarella sticks? No, no, I'm good, thanks. Some cheese puffs or... No, 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 I I try to stay away from that stuff. What about some crab claws or... Maybe throw back a Heineken and some crab puffs or something? No, no, again, I'm good, thanks. Oh. I'm good, thanks. You gonna bring in any scrap? Uh. No, I was just looking to have a beer, really. Oh, well. Not with me, but thank you, though. Okay, well, maybe next time. Alright, this is Eddie, right? Yeah, Eddie! Alright, Eddie. Eddie what? But just Eddie from the pet shop. Eddie from the pet shop? Yeah. Alright, Eddie, well, nice to hear you, but another time. Okay, awesome. i look forward to it. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Wait, why did I... Why did I say... What the hell? What the hell?
0: That was Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. I want to go to the zoo, to the zoo. I want to go to the zoo. How about you? You want to go to the zoo? And get it on, baby. Hello. Yeah. Let's go to the zoo and get it on, player. Okay, let me explain. Uh, in an effort to attract more visitors to the zoo, zoos across the country are now offering some kind of a weird, erotic sex tour where you can come in at night... ...and hopefully catch the animals doing the nasty. I don't know that that's how I want to spend my evening. Okay, watching a couple of rhinoceroses hump. I don't know that I need to see uh, a couple of zebras... ...creating a barcode in front of my eyes. And I definitely don't want to see something as awkward as a duck-billed platypus... ...engaging in oral sex... And somehow I just don't picture koalas being that erotic. I I, I don't see the romance. Oh, I'll be right over. Couple of walruses slamming each other. That's, that's just fat and ugly. That's like breaking into a trailer park in the middle of the night and kicking someone's trailer open. Oh, man. You know what? If you're that desperate that you got to go to a zoo and watch animals get it on, if your love life is that bad, if you're that lonely, go buy a dog and let him hump your leg. Ooh, 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 ooh. Have you ever had that? How many of you have had that where a dog humps on you? Isn't it a little bizarre? I I mean, what is going through the dog's head at that moment? You know, it's like in the wild it would be humping something with fur, with four legs, with a snout, with a tail how does a blue jean covered leg or a corduroy denim covered leg or a nylon covered leg substitute for what i just described it's just kind of weird and and it it's just it it's awkward when you have a pet that you love and you throw the stick for and you rub its belly and you snuggle with it at night and you you throw it in the pool and swim with it. And you roll around with it. And you form this bond and you're like, this it's your buddy, it's your friend. And then all of a sudden, it's humping you. And all of a sudden, you realize that to it, you're not just like a frisbee buddy. You're a, you're a sexual object. You're the object of your dog's desire. You're your dog's boy toy. Or your dog's sleazebag, or whatever term you want to use. All of a sudden, your your pet that you clothed and fed and sent to school <laughs> is sexualizing you. Oh. And not only that, without your permission, it's almost pretty much date raping you. Uh, since when does a dog ever go, uh, excuse me, do you mind if I copulate with your thigh? <sighs> Uh, Would it be okay if I had sexual intercourse with your calf? No, they don't ask your permission. One minute you're like playing with a squishy toy. Or you're throwing them a piece of rawhide, and the next minute they, they get that wild look in their eye. They're like, oh, my, my, enough of the playing around, huh? Let's get down uh, to uh, uh, oh, Give me that leg. Uh, oh, uh, like, whoa, 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 hey, no means no. I'm a dog. I do not know words. It's disgusting. And what's even more weird is you ever get the female dogs doing it. (gasps) I mean, it's bad enough that a male dog does it to you. And they wrap those little forearms of theirs around. Like if they were the forearms of of a human, they'd be really skinny. (sighs) And they kind of wrap their forearms around you. And they kind of curl in their little paws. And they're kind of gripping you. And it's like, wait, wait, this is illegal. (sighs) If you were a human, you'd be going to jail. But... What's even worse than the males doing it is when a female dog does it. You're like, wait a minute, what? You, you don't even have the ability to hump. You, you, you're a girl. Why are you humping me? Why are you going at me like you're a grown man? What am I, your bull dyke all of a sudden? Get the hell away from me, smack. Yay! I don't know, man. And after that, the relationship's never the same. It's like, uh, hey, Sparky, uh, yeah, you want to go play Frisbee? Yeah, well, maybe you better write me an apology note first. Maybe pay for the uh, pap smear I had to have at the hospital because of you. Yeah, I don't appreciate being raped by my own dog, okay? <laughs> I mean, I hate to use such a harsh word, but it it is kind of rape. You're just sitting there watching like Highway to Heaven or Survivor or Celebrity Apprentice. And you look down and here's this furry werewolf trying to have an orgasm on your ankle. Get away from me, you. You're my pet. Oh, God. So there you go. I don't know why they do it. You know, if I'm breaking it down into dog language. Okay, I've heard that the reason dogs hump other dogs is to establish their dominance. Which is kind of a, you know, kind of naughty way to do it. I mean, they have fangs. Can't they just bite? Ah! I'm in charge, buddy. No, you're not in charge. I'm in charge. Watch this. (laughs) Okay, you're in charge, buddy. Get the hell off of me. Um. So at what point does your dog want to have dominance over the master? Why would the dog want to have dominance over you? You're the one that feeds it. You're the one that bathes it. You're the one that takes it for walks. What does he, want to turn the tables? I'll be opening the cans of food now, master. You want to go out of this house and you want to go for a walk around the block? You talk to me, huh? Okay? You want your belly scrubbed? You want me to throw a frisbee for you? You go through me, pal, okay? I'm the master now. What are you doing? What are you doing to my leg? Get the hell off my leg. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just took it back. I'm the master now. I humped your right back there, golden retriever. <laughs> oh, God. This is a weird animal sex-themed show, isn't it? First we had the blowhole burgers, and now we got the... The erotic zoo, and we got the humping dogs. This is getting downright creepy. I'm gonna go get some, like, uh, some kind of spray or (laughs) something. Keep the animals away. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another fabulous day at the Holland Highway Celebrity Racetrack. We have four wonderful celebrities running today. We have the Pillsbury Doughboy in Gate One, David Schwimmer, actor, comedian, in Gate Two, Steven Tyler, lead singer and frontman for Aerosmith in Gate Three, and Christina Aguilera, pop sensation. In Gate 4, it's a beautiful sunny day, and there's the bell, there's the bell, the celebrities are off, the celebrities are off, and there goes David Schwimmer, David Schwimmer, obviously the leanest and the fittest of the group, the youngest, the strongest, and there he goes, tearing down the track. Followed quickly by Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. Smith, Christina Aguilera coming in behind, who looks like she's put on a little bit of weight, and in the rear, the Pillsbury Doughboy. But the Pillsbury Doughboy is picking up the pace. It looks like he's caught his wind, and he's running past the others. He's run- but he's tripped. It looks like he's tripped and he's been trampled. He's been trampled by David Schwimmer, Stephen Tyler, and Christina Aguilera. He's smashed onto the track. He looks like an apple turnover. The Pillsbury Doughboy barely alive and flattened and there goes david swimmer not the worst for the wary. He keeps running but wait somebody in the stands has pulled out a camera someone is taking videotape of the race and david swimmer is stopped in the middle of the track he thinks this might be a chance for him to get on camera again and have another show after disappearing from the scene many many years ago he's standing pandering to the camera trying to act, it's not going to work and there goes Steven Tyler taking advantage of this lull, he runs past his bones and his skin so old that his bones have actually left his skin and his bones are running down the track by themselves his skin falling behind and what about Christina Aguilera the chubby pop singer, it looks like she's turning around, she's turning around she's going back down to the track she sees the Pillsbury Doughboy laying there looking Like an apple turnover, Christina Aguilera down on all fours, eating the Pillsbury Doughboy right out of the mud, pastry hanging from her chubby little lips, and David Schwimmer still trying to get an acting job as people snap pictures of him, his doughy little cow eyes, but nothing seems to work. It's down to Steven Tyler and his own skeleton. Here comes his skin. Here comes his skeleton. It looks like his skin's getting in the lead. The wind is pushing his skin. And it's Steven Tyler's skin with his skeletal structure coming in second. Christina Aguilera still eating Hillsbury Doughboy in the mud. And David Schwimmer acting out a scene from Friends. Trying to get an acting job. What a wonderful race. Thank you for joining us here at the Holland Highway Celebrity Race Jack. I'm Charles Parsley. Hey, Holland. My name is Jeff, and I'm a huge fan. Just wanted to tell you I love Holland Highway. for podcast. I listen to a ton of them. And this number one. I saw you... Uh, you do your stand-up in uh, Salt Lake a couple of weeks ago. And it was amazing. It made me laugh like crazy. I was crying. And I think I might have pooped a little bit. Uh, still unclear on that. It might have already been there. I'm not sure about Or well, I could have done it later. But anyways, I wanted to let you know how funny you are, how funny I think you are, and let you know I also have a podcast. And I was... Uh, throw it out there maybe you could uh, give it a give it a check sometime uh in itunes it's jeff and greg podcast the jeff and greg podcast yeah 50 episodes each my friend check it out if you'd like anyways i love you keep it up Harlan highway is uh shit bye man well there you go a nice compliment from a fellow podcaster Always a treat. Uh, You can check out their uh, podcast uh, as he announced it there. Might as well spread the word around, right? I can't hog all the podcast space. Um, I always find it funny, though, when uh, when people use expletives to describe what you do. I get it a lot, and I know people mean it as a compliment, so I'm not knocking it, but... It always just sticks with me really weird when people walk up to me and go, Man, you're funny as shit, dude. Oh, man, you're shit so funny. Oh, dude, you are the shit, man. Oh, you're a funny fucker, man. You're just a funny fucker. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it, it, it in a way, it just... I, it, uh, it just never sits right with me. Okay? And again, I get why you're saying it. I take it as a compliment. Thank you, thank you, thank you, but when you when you throw the shit or the fucker or the whatever on the end of it, man, it somehow takes away from the uh the purity of it. You know, it's like you know, when your girlfriend walks out in her new dress, you don't go, Oh my god, you look beautiful as shit. You are one beautiful fuckhead, baby. Oh, my God. Or her mother comes over and makes dinner for you. You're a newlywed couple. Oh, Mrs. Davidson, your cooking is the shit, man. I mean, you... Where did you learn to cook, you little fuckhead? Oh, you are one... you are one sweet cooking fuckstick you are, Mrs. Davidson. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Something just doesn't compute. So, you know, just something to work on. Something to work on, you know. <laughs> you can, well, next time you want to throw a compliment around, feel free to throw in something nice. Like, hey, you're one real funny guy. You're a funny dude. Your material, your comedy material is really hilarious. See how that's all in context there? Guy, funny, hilarious. (laughs) So much better than those other words. Um, So there's your little uh, lesson in etiquette. And don't forget, uh, earlier in the show, don't forget your homework to do your uh, five minutes a day to come up with your your brilliant idea that's going to make you trillions. And here's the only hook, okay? If you do it, okay, since I also mentioned I don't make a cent on my podcast, if you do it, if you become the next, like, big inventor because my words inspired you to find that thing, here's the only clause you have to... Become a sponsor or the sponsor of the Harlan Highway. See, that's a little bit of payback. There's always a hook. You gotta you gotta throw a little money towards the podcast and be the sponsor with all your trillions. Or you don't. I'm just happy I could help. Glad I could be encouraging, help you spawn some ideas. You take that money, you've earned it, you do whatever you want with it. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. I hope you'll uh, you'll share the number's 888-500-2090, 888 500 or you can write to me at harlemwilliams.com. I always look forward to hearing from you and your shit. See? See how it feels? I'm just I'm just doing it back, you know. Come on, man. Um now my listener also mentioned he saw me live in Salt Lake City and you know that's a big part of what I do. Do you know there's people out there that don't even know I do stand up? They're always surprised. They're like, Wait, you're a movie guy, you're a TV guy, you don't do stand up. Yeah, that's where I started. Just so anyone who's listening doesn't know this. All this stuff started from me doing stand up over twenty years ago. So if you ever uh, want to come out and see me, if you're in the New York area, the New Jersey area, I'm going to be in Jersey uh, April 28th, 29th, and 30th. Uh, go to harlemwilliams.com. Click on my stand-up schedule. You'll get the name of the club. You'll get the info, the ticket prices. I suggest you book early so you don't get left standing in the cold, in the rain, in the sweet New Jersey rain. Um, and you can get uh, the Harland Highway free at Stitcher.com. You can download. It's an app for your cell phone. You can listen to uh, the highway on your uh, phone. And check out HarlanWilliams.com, the uh, web store, all that stuff. we got tons of cool merch for your listening pleasure and visual enjoyment. It's all right there. Uh, but most of all... You, folks, are my enjoyment. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for coming on board. Please tell your friends about the Harland Highway. There's room for many more before we get into a uh, bottleneck situation here. Uh, But that's all the time we have for today. i got to wrap it up. Uh, Have a great day. Good luck with your inventions. And until next time, chicken chow. Main baby! Harwood Highway is the shit!
1: Bye, man.